0: This is Lisa Calhoun, and I'm general partner at venture capital firm Valor Ventures right here in Atlanta. I'm your host today for a really exciting program with Kai Kester at Startup Atlanta. Welcome, Kai.
1: Thank you, Lisa. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, you have some major news. The fourth Startup Atlanta ecosystem guide just came out. Tell me a little bit about that
1: work. Well, thank you for giving us the shout out. And yes, we're incredibly excited at Startup Atlanta that our fourth edition of the Guide to the Startup Ecosystem has finally come. Uh, Everyone can access it at startupatlanta.com forward slash 2020 dash ecosystem dash guide. Um, And it's a really great resource for entrepreneurs, investors, uh, folks who are here in the community that are just interested in the startup community and want to know what's going on in the ecosystem. And um, it's a really great resource for myself as well as the community coordinator at Startup Atlanta. Um, It's something that I'm really proud of is the work that we do here in the community because it's a co-created resource. We work with leaders from all over Atlanta, whether they're in the business space or they work for startups themselves, and we get the guide in front of folks in order for them to give us as much feedback as we can get and also make sure that we are always iterating on it to make sure that it's always up to date with the most recent information in the ecosystem because it's always changing here and as you probably know.
0: It's such a dynamic, growing ecosystem, yes. Well, for those who've never seen the ecosystem guide before, it is Detailed. I mean, this is its over 30 detailed pages listing all of the startup media, all of the investors, and so much more. What are some of your favorite features, Kai?
1: You know, we have a number of different categories that we highlight from media and news to education and career resources. But one of the ones that I find myself using frequently, and especially when talking to founders, um, is our venture and funding capital section. Um, there's a lot of really great work that we put into making sure that we have a nice kind of range of different folks who are investing in companies and from different perspectives, whether they be angel investors or seed investors or someone who might be looking for a more mature company. Um, And so I love that that's a really excellent resource for a lot of founders who are kind of cash strapped and looking for opportunities to come up in that space. Um, In addition to that, this year, we've also included a new section to the guide in collaboration with the Metro Atlanta Chamber we now have uh, all the corporate innovation centers that are here in Atlanta, featured in the Startup Ecosystem Guide as well. Um, there are over 40 uh, corporate innovation centers. And I believe like Alex Gonzalez over at Metro Atlanta Chamber was on the show as well. And he's talked a lot about corporate innovation and the role it plays here in Atlanta. Um, and I think that is a growing kind of opportunity for startups here in Atlanta as well. i um, finding ways to not only pilot and partner with these companies, but also leverage some of the resources that a lot of these companies already have and are willing to pour into our founders here in Atlanta.
0: 40, 40, corporate innovation centers in Atlanta. That is a huge number. Can you remember what it was in the first or second guide that you did? What's the growth like?
1: You know, I can't necessarily remember the exact number, and it's funny enough, I actually have been in this role working with Startup Atlanta since last year, so I've been here for a year, and I've gotten to see the third and fourth edition and be hands-on with the creation of it. Uh, Charlton Cunningham, who's, at, um, who's the community coordinator and executive director of Startup Atlanta before myself, he'd worked really hard on the ecosystem guide on where it was before, um, and I think that there's been a lot of changes to it since then. Um, and I'm really excited about the ones that we have so far. But, you know, I feel like there is going to always be something to add or something to remove there over time. And so I feel like it's just going to continue to just change.
0: Absolutely. Well, our ecosystem certainly continues to have a lot of dynamic growth. So that makes a ton of sense. It's an incredible work to capture the breadth of it you did. One of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize is there also, is the jobs guide. I mean, you actually touch on startup jobs. Can you tell me a little bit more about that section?
1: You know, I think that's a really interesting point that you make because I feel like a lot of folks, especially right now in like middle of the pandemic, of COVID-19 and everything that we're going through and just like unemployment being at an all time high. Um, a lot of folks now kind of have to go to, to entrepreneurship or work with startups now. Um, in a way that it wasn't necessarily as much of a kind of pervasive need. Um, and so I think that it's really cool to be able to have a resource now where people can go directly to the guide and be able to see where they can go to find jobs working for startups. Um, and I think that I've worked for a startup myself. I think that working for a startup is a really interesting role because you wear many different hats Um, And so one of the things I would definitely suggest to anyone who hasn't worked for a startup and might be interested um, is definitely stay open minded and be in a space where you're flexible, because a lot of the times you might be uh, signing up for one particular role, but it might change depending on whatever the need of a startup is. Um, And that type of experience is so invaluable because it gets you prepared for things you didn't even know you would face (laughs) later in the future.
0: Well, and also, if you're building your own company, you know, so you've decided a job's not for you, you'd like to start something up, the guide highlights over 30 co-working and startup-focused workplaces. You know, I knew there were a lot, but 30. Is, is that number gone up or down since the last time you did the guide?
1: It has certainly gone up, and we've had some really great new additions. Um, one of my favorites that I'll shout, shout out are the Lola. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with the folks at the Lola, Eileen Lee and uh, Martine And I think that they're working on a really great concept around creating a space for women by women and using co-working as an opportunity to bring women together and folks from all walks, whether they be entrepreneurs themselves or people that are actually working at companies and just need somewhere else to work. Um, That's just one of many. WeWork has also been making a lot of great growth here in Atlanta. Um, And despite a lot of the changes that have happened at the company, like at the larger level, Um, there's still a lot of really great enthusiasm here in Atlanta from WeWork and the work that they're doing here. Um, So there are tons of co-working spaces. I know right now it's like weird because I don't know if everyone is still going into the office or not, Um, but I think that it's a really interesting time because if you're considering being in a space where you don't want to be working from home, I think co-working is still a really great option.
0: You know, absolutely. And a lot of these places offer resources even to their Uh, You know, you might be co-working and you might be remote, but there's still resources and infrastructure that they offer. I, I only say that because I got like five emails this morning from different co-working centers that were putting on crazy cool digital programming and boot camps and coding camps. It's like, wow, I mean, you don't even have to come into co-working sometimes to get the benefits of these really great communities.
1: Exactly. I think that's one of the silver linings of this um, crisis, if you will, is just like all of the things that are becoming available and the access, or at least the emphasis on access that's been put on a lot of the different programs and things that are being put out now.
0: Well, I really want to congratulate you on the depth of this guide. I mean, it is so impressive. One of the things that stood out to me because of, of where we are with with jobs and people looking for the right type of work and, and the unemployment that's happened because of the pandemic is the career and training section. I mean, you have things in here like Black Men Code, um, Tech Talent South, digital crafts, a coding bootcamp in Atlanta and Houston. There's there's so much I think that can fall off the radar and so much depth in the ecosystem. Did you find any new coding schools or career trainings that you'd highlight for this fourth guide?
1: Well, yeah, thank you for asking. I feel like, you know, one of the things that I've kind of settled into during this crisis and just kind of uncertainty, if you will, is just upskilling myself. Um, And so I think that anyone that is looking to upskill themselves, this is a really great start for the resource, because if it's not necessarily something as technical like coding, there are other places you can go to uncover your skills like design and stuff like that as well through a lot of these programs. One of the programs I really appreciate that have been here um, in Atlanta and have been growing is actually the Russell Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Um, What they're doing there at the Russell Center is something really special. Uh, They're not only making sure that there's a dedicated space for African-American entrepreneurs to have a space to grow and build their companies, but they're also offering training and connections to the really awesome network that Jay Bailey and the team there has to help a lot of these founders actually come up here in the city as well. So it's not only training folks to become an entrepreneur, but it's also giving you the networks and connections you'll need to be able to actually be an entrepreneur.
0: And then, you know, everyone needs this guide, so we're not going to go into great detail. It's 30 odd pages of awesome with each page has 10 to 15 resources on it to give our listeners a sense of the depth here. But also, you know, this isn't just an ecosystem guide phone book. It has a mission. It has a real mission and vision behind it. And, and Kai, in your own words, I'd love to have you speak to that about Startup Atlanta and what really drives the organization.
1: Most definitely. Our mission at Startup Atlanta is all about helping connect, promote, and grow the local startup ecosystem. And our ecosystem guide helps us do just that. It helps us get an understanding of who's in the ecosystem currently and who's playing what role and then in addition to that we also get to collaborate with a lot of the folks that are featured here in the guide as our partners at startup atlanta so it's really exciting because we've been able to work with a lot of folks including valor of course um, on a lot of really great initiatives that have happened over the last years while i've been here um, and it's been a really good space to be able to see how we've been able to connect and convene a lot of the startup community. A lot of the the work that we do, I feel like, is really interesting, and I feel like we have, like, this city where there are different neighborhoods, if you will, the startup community, and so depending on where you are in the neighborhood, you might get a different flavor of the startup community, um, but what I love about this role in Startup Atlanta and what we do at Startup Atlanta is, is where everything kind of comes together, uh, and so that, I think that that's what this guide does, and it's 30-odd pages and growing. I'm really excited to be able to see where we go in the future.
0: You know, your dedication really touched me in this edition, particularly. And just reading from it, this is back page, you know, it's, it's right out there. Our goal is to use our voice and platform to create a level field. I yeah. feel like that is so resonant in Atlanta.
1: Absolutely. That's definitely something I'm passionate about as well. I'm not only someone who's working here as a startup ecosystem builder, I'm also a black founder and very kind of aware of all of the the challenges that we face is like trying to build companies and being in a space where there's just not a lot of equity in the industry of like building your own company and being in a space where you have the type of support that historically a lot of other founders have had. Um, and I think that when we come to Atlanta, I love it because it's like, it's such a a hub for Black founders and also founders of all other types of walks of life. I also love the impact that we have on women as well here in the city. Um, And I think that being in a space where there are platforms that are uplifting others um, makes me feel like the work that we're doing is really valuable. Um, And then in addition to that, hopefully it's leaving an impact that will lead beyond me. (laughs)
0: But Kai, it's extremely valuable, you know, just a personal testimonial. I remember back in 2015, when I launched Valor Ventures, we raised our first fund in 2016. And I was wanting to get the word out and was able to connect with Startup Atlanta and being included in the fundraising guide brought us dozens of leads in a couple in a couple months. I was like, OK, wow, wow. Um, because startups really rely on what Startup Atlanta is, is doing. You are one of the first resources, I think, that they go to. And I say that because of inbound we've gotten from our association with Startup Atlanta. And the way that the program is run, to be listed, to be um, celebrated, it's not about paying an advertising fee. It's just about contributing to the community.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I love making sure that we get as many folks as possible. Now, as you're probably aware, it can get a little hard to get everybody. And so if there's ever folks who get missed or anything, it's never intentional. And we're definitely always iterating on this guide. And so if you're not featured in the guide now, you'd like to be. Um, It's just mostly about reaching out to me directly. Um, You can reach me at kylan at startupatlanta.com. And I worked very closely with the design team that we had that helped build, us, build the guide out, which was the Nebo Agency. Um, our found, the founder of the Nebo Agency is also the president of Startup Atlanta, um, Adam Harrell. And I really just appreciate the work and time that they've put into it because it makes it easier for us to be able to all come out and add this really valuable resource to the community.
0: It sure does. In fact, I was going to ask you a little bit about your own background and path to putting this guide together. What did you do before Startup Atlanta? How did you get into the startup community? Share a little bit more about you. You're such a great promoter for the ecosystem, but I'd love to hear a little promotion of Kai.
1: Well, sure. Um, So I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. I actually moved to Atlanta about five years ago for school. I attended Morehouse College and graduated last year as a part of a historic class. um, One of the last classes that walked and also a class that had Robert F. Smith, who's a technology investor as our commencement speaker. Um, And that was also a special class because he paid off our student debt. So (laughs) I had a lot of really great opportunity to be able to just think through what it is that I wanna do with my career after I graduated from Morehouse. And um, I actually ended up falling into this role at Startup Atlanta prior to graduating. So I was working on my own startup and company, and I ran into someone who was working here in the ecosystem, and they were telling me about this role at Startup Atlanta because they were one of the board members. Um, And this role just sounded like the perfect way to kind of execute on the stuff that I was doing for the company. I was building a marketing media company that was designed specifically for entrepreneurs to help them get in tap with the resources that they need to be successful. Um, And so me sharing that ended up Resulting in the opportunity to plug directly into this role at Startup Atlanta, which was amazing. Um, And then I also ended up working with Accenture. Um, I've been in our consulting development program with Accenture for the last year and working these roles in tandem, if you will. And being in a space where I get to see the ecosystem, but also I'm gaining a skill set that's able to help me kind of also support entrepreneurs in a way that I wasn't prior to joining Startup Atlanta. So those are some of the kind of general experiences that I bring to the role that I have currently. Um, I originally wanted to be a diplomat. I wanted to be an ambassador, but mm-hmm. as things were kind of shaping up while I was in school. It didn't quite look like working for the government was necessarily the most attractive option for me any longer.
0: As things were shaping up, oh, you're really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the diplomatic bent, though, but please
1: keep going. Of course, I just had to make a a pivot to uh, something that I felt would make the same amount of value and also kind of the same impact that I would make in an ambassador-style role. Um, and I ended up finding that through this work at in, in Startup Atlanta and in the Startup Community. And so I'm really glad to be here and I'm happy to see where it all ended.
0: <laughs> and, and what did you choose to study at Morehouse?
1: I was a marketing major. I studied business administration.
0: Awesome. So I would love to hear your thoughts on where you feel like the top three strengths are in the atlanta ecosystem i know you have a very broad lens and you've been doing it for a while and you also come to it with relatively fresh eyes as a younger person so where do you feel the real strengths of the tech ecosystem are here
1: you know i think there are kind of well one i'll say i think there's definitely a lot of value um in the community and it's always shifting and changing and so i think that right now from my perspective i think what this ecosystem champions and I think it's the most kind of bright part of our ecosystem is the diversity. Um, I love that we have folks from all walks of life here in Atlanta from everywhere you can think of and that's all coming together in one space to come up with solutions, challenges or even just work and play together. Um, And so I think that's really great. And then in addition to that, I think the creativity that's here in Atlanta is unmatched. I think what happens here in this city inspires a lot of stuff in the global (laughs) um, purview, if you will. And so I think that it's really great to be in a space like Atlanta because a lot of the stuff that we see here, we see it first, or we influence a lot of it. Um, And so I love that part about Atlanta. Um, What is that saying? Atlanta influences everything. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, I think that we have a really interesting mix-up of an ecosystem here where we have the corporates here. There are a lot of large corporations um, like I shared with all the corporate innovation centers that are here. We also have a lot of colleges here, um, a lot of universities and folks here in the ecosystem that are contributing to this like talent pipeline that we continue to boast as a really great part of being here in Atlanta. And then lastly, I think it's a really great place for also just culture or just being able to actually enjoy what we have here in the South and the best of the South. Um, I think that Atlanta is just like an amalgamation of all the things that you, know, you could get when you think of the South and it's like the headquarters. Um, and so I think it's a really great hub for everything that's happening here.
0: Oh, I, I think of us as the regional capital. I absolutely do. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, all love to the other cities in the South, but hey, I live here. I'm building my business here. I've built businesses here. And it seems like the capital of the region to me. And then the other uh, the other thing that I thought was so important that you pointed out was, was, you know, all of it was very good, but I could really resonate with the diversity yeah. part of it, because I think that a lot of people don't realize just by the numbers, Atlanta is, is living in the future of the rest of the country. You know, with the population being over 50% non-white in our country for people under 40, we actually have that through our population in, in the Atlanta metro area. And so we have this huge opportunity of being actually in the future of the demographic trend in the country and they're catching up to us but we're already there. So we have the opportunity to do amazing things with that and and really set the trends as you were as you said so eloquently, you know, Atlanta influences the world and I think it's never been more pertinent than it is now at this time.
1: I certainly agree. I think we have a huge opportunity in being proactive on like how we model that. Um, but I definitely think that we're ahead of the game than, more than a lot of other cities um, with our diversity and just the spaces that we're creating to celebrate that diversity as well here.
0: So I know you're diplomatically inclined just listening to how you've answered some of these <laughs> questions, but I'm still going to push you to try to go for the top three negatives, stains, issues, fractures, however you want to phrase it. But what do you think Atlanta could do better?
1: So I think, you know, this crisis is really kind of emphasized it more and it was something that I feel like was a challenge before everything kind of hit with COVID-19. Um, but a huge opportunity that I think we have um, in Atlanta is just becoming more synchronized as a group um, and as a city to really determine who it is that we want to be. Um, I think that's a really huge opportunity for us because I think that we're all working in these neighborhoods like I mentioned or what people would call silos. Um, and i I know just like firsthand from the experience that I've had working in consulting and working for innovation and companies um, across different kind of roles, if you will, that innovation doesn't happen when things are happening separately Um, and new ideas don't really come to fruition if people aren't working together. Um, And so I think that that's a huge opportunity for us here in Atlanta and us finding ways to continue to bring us together, even through the times now where we might be social distancing or might be working from home. I think continuously finding ways to bring us together is going to be a huge opportunity here. Um, second, I think another thing that we can celebrate here in Atlanta more or do more of in Atlanta um, is uplift more of our Black, Indigenous, people of color founders. Um, I think that there's been really great emphasis on a lot of really great programs and specifically more in the last one year or two years. But I think, you know, we're catching up and we're still not there yet. Um, I think there's a lot of really great opportunity for folks to start to really put their money where their mouth is. And if, you know, we are in this middle of this also pandemic around racial injustice um, and how we're going to address racial injustice, I think it's also super important for folks to actually be proactive and leaders and also supporting Black founders and people of color. Um, And then lastly, I think that another thing that we have here in Atlanta that is a huge opportunity um, it's just really honing in on what we own, like our culture and our creativity and all of the things that come out of Atlanta. I think a lot of the times, of course, we have pride of it when, it, when it's out there and it's a part of the city. Um, but I think that we could do a better job of making sure that we drive a lot of what is coming out of the city um, and what people know Atlanta for. Um, and so I think that those are the, the three things that I would definitely highlight as challenges or opportunities for us to grow better here as an ecosystem.
0: Thank you for sharing that wisdom. I think there are some some real nuggets in that, and things for people to take to heart. And you know, if you're listening, you know, I really encourage everyone to take take their thoughts and their values into action. Um, you know, and the new startup. Atlanta guide is one interesting way to do that because it lays open the ecosystem and through so many different lenses. But take action, empower yourself, you know, to be the Atlanta that we need to have and see if there's, there's one more thing that you could, you could take as a do verb and do to, um, to create the community that we all want to live in and we all deserve to live in that's, that's a level playing field and that really focuses opportunity for all of our citizens it's um it's all communities built every day right now in the moment the time is always now for community so i really really love what you shared there kai
1: thank you and i love that saying community is now
0: <laughs> it is we, and it can be pulled together in a heartbeat. I think everyone has had an experience of being at a concert or maybe with a speaker or a spoken word poet when suddenly a room or an amphitheater gelled and was together. And Atlanta can be just like that. Um, It can gel and be together. And I think often we are, but maybe not often as we could be. And so um, it gets down to each one of us. Each one of us has decisions and actions to take. So uh, speaking of our people, our community, Kai, I wanted to ask you about two to three folks who've really made a difference to you on your journey so you could give a shout out on the program and and let our listeners know about some of the leaders that you see, maybe a little behind the scenes or, or maybe really not, but that you really feel every founder in Atlanta should know.
1: Yeah. Well, first I'll give a quick shout out again to Charlton Cunningham for really passing down a torch um, in this role at Startup Atlanta that set me up for success and to be able to kind of really just pick up and hit the ground running. Um, I think that that was definitely really great. He's been a really great person also in just supporting me as I've onboarded and been in the community and keeping me plugged in. Um, In addition to him, I'd also love to just like plug out another another guy that I think you all might be already familiar with, Joey Womack. Um, he's also been someone who's been very uplifting and supportive throughout my time here working in Atlanta and just being in a space just trying to be plugged in in the ecosystem and understand what's going on and just his knowledge and his experience and willingness to be behind a lot of the things that are going on in the city um, has been really invaluable to me in this role as well. Um, and then in addition to that, I mentioned Adam, I definitely want to shout out Adam Harrell again, the president, um, C- the president of Startup Atlanta and the CEO of Nebo Agency. Um, he's the person that's been like my mentor, if you will, over this time and making sure that I kind of keep my head in the right space and I think about the right things in this role. Um, and especially in this time here in Atlanta, because things are changing and it's, it gets really political um, and I think that it's really great to be able to have not just him, but all, all the folks that I've mentioned and be in a space where I like, can lean on them to get advice and be able to go on and be supported in this time. Um, so those are t- some just a few folks. I think one last one mm-hmm. I'll do just because I also think that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Dr. Tiffany Bussey over at the Morehouse College Entrepreneurship Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was a part of her entrepreneurship class and we went to European Innovation Academy together and I've been able to just learn a lot about being a startup founder. Um, And then in addition to that, I've just been able to like be able to really find who I am and what I want to do through the work that I did at Morehouse and working with Dr. Bessie. And so I definitely want to give her a shout out as well.
0: Awesome. Well, y'all, there's some people to put on your action list. Great folks to know as told to you by Kai and one more time, Kai, could you repeat how people can get the Startup Atlanta Guide?
1: Of course. So everyone can download the Startup Ecosystem Guide, which is now available at StartupAtlanta.com forward slash 2020 ecosystem guide.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing your time, your thoughts with us on the program. I look forward to staying in touch.
1: This won't be the last time. Until next time.
0: Until next time. This podcast is produced by Valor Ventures as a service to the startup and investor community. We couldn't do it without the support of our sponsors, Atlanta Tech Park, the global accelerator, and Right to Market, Atlanta's favorite tech and healthcare PR marketing firm. Please patronize these great companies with your business and check them out online. If you'd like to get your message on the Atlanta Startup Podcast, Visit us at atlantastartuppodcast.com and look at our affordable rate card. All paid advertisements are tax deductible to the Startup Runway Nonprofit Foundation, a 501c3 whose mission is connecting underrepresented founders with their first investor.